sizes for him. But they need an outlet because if you, if you don't allow them, then what, what what you think will happen in the long run as they get older? No, I'm sorry. We have to start all the way over. Why? <laughs> this is going to go in the bloopers reel because it said, yeah. face, it said Facebook deleted the live. <laughs> How did that happen? All that good stuff. All that good stuff. I was oh, like, what? Man. Yeah, I don't see anybody. Hold on. Uh, wow. We gonna bind this enemy up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if anybody's watching on YouTube, bear with us. Something happened um, on Facebook and they deleted it. So everybody in the group, we have a, a large group of people in going higher together that watches us. So hold on one second. We're gonna we're gonna reconvene and we're gonna start it up again. Let me go to Facebook. It's okay. It's okay, y'all. Yep, it is okay. Today, what time is it, you guys? Give me a time. 7-12. Okay, let's see if it'll restart. Oh, yes. Okay, we're on. Okay. Um, Somebody checked to make sure, but it says that we're on. I don't know what you saw and what you didn't see, but we, we welcomed you all. We prayed. We thank you for watching for last week, and we said um, we talked about trauma, so the question on the floor is what effect, if any, can someone's trauma have on their children? And we're going to, this is going to go into the blooper reel. I just want to put that out there right now, but I'm not concerned because I understand what it is. And I'm also not concerned because the Lord tells me not to be. He told me, don't worry, don't be anxious about things. So I don't, don't be anxious over anything, but in everything through prayer and supplication, along with Thanksgiving, let your requests and your petitions be made known to God. And the joy of the Lord, the joy of Christ will come. And he just fills your heart with that joy and that peace. So that's what I have. And that's what I hope to, to give to you as you watch. So no anxiousness, no craziness. We're live. Things happen. We're depending on Wi-Fi. We're depending on these systems. Okay. So it's all right. We're going to keep, we're going to keep going. So I don't know which part you got. I don't know which part you didn't, but we were live the whole time on YouTube, just so you guys know. As far as, you know, this is telling me. If not, let me know comments. <laughs> okay, Kiki, go back. What effect, if any, can someone's trauma have on their children? We're going to have to back back up to Coach T and let her answer again, and then we're going we're gonna to do it again. Coach T, come on. We're going to laugh, and we're going to shout it out tonight. <laughs> Somebody mad. Is it, is it on me? Okay. So the question was, what you know, what does uh, trauma, the effect of trauma on children? Yes. And again, you know, we go with the Most High uh, with the principle because of, of being a faith-based platform. Um, so you know, even in the Word of God, uh, it teaches us that uh, the children inherit the sin, but I'm paraphrasing that um, to, you know, just help us to understand in a, uh, you know, a mental health type of uh, language that the challenges, the issues, the pains uh, that our parents go through, we, we as children or our children will inherit. 
And I want to share this because, you know, our children, just like for us, we're like father, like daughter, like father, like son, let us make man in our own image. And we, you know, we are made through the blood, you know, biologically, biochemically. Uh, one of the things I want to say is we learn patterns by the eye, by the ears. You know, we think that we only teach our children just by what we say. We learn social modeling, watching everything that our parents do. And so, you know, it's a pattern and patterns will repeat. That's why it's a pattern and trauma is a funny phenomenon. And I say it's a phenomenon because, you know, it, 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 is, it is very powerful um, and, and it is here to teach us very powerful, and I'm gonna even dare to say spiritual lessons because we're all here to heal the wounds of our bloodline. And I think that's one masterful lesson that those of us who are people of faith that we have to or need to become aware of that we are here to finish the works that our fathers and our mothers could not finish and complete. That is what I like to call our first works. That's good. That's good. That's our first works. Absolutely. I'm sorry, God. I'm still like, <laughs> I'm still like trying to recover from that. We did all that talking and it wasn't recorded. <laughs> but you're so right, Coach T. Oh my goodness. Let me just get, you're so right. <sighs> so I will say what I said again, which is that children have a voice. They are important and we need to teach them that they matter. But sometimes it's difficult because if we're traumatized by our parents, if we weren't hugged, if we weren't told we love you, if we weren't taught certain protocols or life lessons, we tend to do the same thing with our children. We tend not to be huggers. We don't say I love you often. My mother literally, literally said she loved me when she was drunk only. So let me tell you something that was really something when she told me, and I don't want nobody to get sad. I'm not about to get sad. But right before right. she passed away, she had this long talk with me and she told me she loved me and she was proud of me. And I was just looking like, huh? Because she didn't talk that way unless she was inebriated. So I get the opposite with my children. I pouted on. I love you. I love you. Give me a hug. And they like, mom. But I'm like, I don't want to do that. You know, it's just like she never turned the, the heat on and we were freezing until like January. I always turn my heat on because it's me and my sister. It's like traumatized. Like you're freezing us. So we it may seem small to you, but it was a big thing to me. So I'm like, turn the heat mm -hmm. on. I want to wear shorts in my house. It's just certain things that we teach, even if we know it or don't know it, you know, but some things are learned. Like I think what you're saying, Coach T, without us even teaching it. Some yeah. things you ever see with your children, they have some things that they do that their father does, even if it's an absent father. And I'd be like, how do you know to do that? You don't need you. Right. You understand what I'm saying, Angela? Like, how do I, that trips me out all the time. Um, that's almost too like um, you take some adopted kids, even though they might be in a different, a completely different atmosphere. They're the the 
the parent parental structure is a healthy structure. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. They could have them when they're infants, but they sometimes repeat some of the behaviors that their birth parents had, and they never even came in contact with them one second. You know, besides them being born in their lives, I knew a family that was like that, and the daughter was behave. She was she was uh, exhibiting behaviors of her mother. Like her mother, um, unfortunately, was a drug addict, and she ended up, you know going out and doing all things, all those type of things. And the parents would be like, but she's never even seen that. So where is she like, you know, getting that from? That's deep. That's what I'm talking about. I think Mm -hmm. when you were talking about the womb, even on Sunday, to me, what India says um, validates that, you know, Mm -hmm. that type of trauma from the womb before you even, you're not even born. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, I think one of the things that again, and this is why I share that we, you know, there is a need for us to broaden when we think about how vast, how um, how vast God is. And, you know, we're taught in this culture, in this Western world, I can only relate here um, because this is the only place I've been, you know, um, to minimize, uh, to minimize, in, in our cases as African-American women, we are marginalized um, to play, to see ourselves in a very small light, okay? And, but the God who created us, and I'm speaking like this because again, we're on a faith-based platform. We believe in the most high God. Um, so if he is that vast, can you imagine how vast you really are? And then, you know, to understand how we are made and how we are, you know, how we come through and we evolve your cells, your biological makeup, you, what happens to your grandmom happens to you because your, your eggs, the eggs that are in your, you know, you ladies, if, if we had a 12 year old girl um, sitting here right now, she has eggs already on the inside of her. So, okay, so those eggs are sitting in there waiting. And if anything happens to her, it's going to happen in imprint on those eggs. This is what science, not science, um, you know, the way the, the religious church has viewed science, like as if it's separate from God. We know science now to be knowledge. And we know that the spirit of knowledge, hallelujah, hallelujah, comes from the most high God. Okay. And so we begin to acknowledge these things that were aforetime beyond our understanding, but now we begin to see how we imprint things. And this is why, again, we gotta begin to acknowledge how we are made, how we're created to take care of ourselves. But trauma is one of those things too, we cannot prevent. I mean, we can't stop it. We can try to minimize it, but somebody talk about your eyes, your nose, how big you are, how wide you are, how big feet, those are small T traumas that will carry. Wow, that's deep. And you're not you're not lying because you do get the trauma like that also. I hear an echo. Everybody got on head headphones, it'll minimize the echo. But um, yeah, you're not lying about that. I I got traumatized about my skin color, 
wearing glasses, how I talk, so many things when I was younger and I wanted to look like the people around me and I didn't because they talked about me. And I'm like, like you were talking about your your image, uh, Coach T. I think everyone has something that they can pinpoint and say, well, I dealt with this and I dealt with that. Everyone does. But as it relates to your children, do you did any of you ladies see things that you dealt with or felt showing up in your children from the words they say or the actions? Well, well, for me, I can say when um, she said that generational and it's something that and I can't just say like, oh, all bad things happen from my um, my exercise. But mm -hmm. I it's, it's a good thing that you see those things and notice. And I'll never forget when one of my um, children was little and she did something and I knew where it came from, like right away, because I'm like, like you said, I'm like, I didn't, I, how she get that? We don't do that. But I realized what it was. And mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, when you say you can attack, um, I'm, I'm going to just say you can break, you can break it because, because I was in church, because some, some parents don't realize this, but because I was in church, because I was, I knew, and I knew my relationship with God and I understand the spiritual side and I understand where there, there can be, um, generational situations where I had to go in there and pray so I can break that because I seen that could have been really, that would have been an ongoing situation. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to stop that, like literally stop. But I had experience with my daughter. I'm talking about spiritual. We, we I, it was some natural first. Yeah. Very bad. Got her. But I also understood it spiritual and I had to go in and I'm literally start praying because it was so strong where she's never seen nothing like that before, you know? And I'm like, where did you get this behavior from? So if you, and, and I'm going to tell you, when I address that thing and I attack that thing, I'm telling you, I've never had a problem with her ever since. Then. Wow. Not one time from that one situation. And I'm not saying it'll always be like that, mm -hmm. but that was something that somebody would have been like, you know, oh, she's just little. She, a baby, she don't supposed to do that. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. And you know, since we are, you know, I led on. If you if you thieving, if you taking something, you gonna keep doing it. If you think you can get away with it, and so that's something she did. And I'm just like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. We're not gonna right. do this. And if you don't address it right then and sweep it under the rug, because some things we think because they're kids, like oh, that's kids, or we think it's eh, that's kids. it's not. It's something that they learn from, like I said, it could be DNA, like she said, it could be generational. It could be, like you said, somebody swept under the rug. But I know, like, for me, even with me personally, Tara, when you said something, um, when you said father's affection, my dad, plenty of it, my mom. So when it comes to my kids, I'm going to tell you, I had a long time ago when I told my therapist, I said, when I told her, I said, I seen myself for a minute not want to when my daughters like because I when they were little it was so easy I'm love because they babies they little they ten then they middle school are you oh my god I love you but soon as they got older it was like they want to love on me and I'm like you know I'm I'm starting to do stuff like that because I guess because they're older and I feel like oh they older and they don't really suppose I just wasn't shown that but I, I can see myself when it comes to like my brother and they come to I'm just more open to it. But when it comes to my 
daughters like that women affection or anything like that Uh i'm like shun from that and that was because it's not that i'm gonna tell you my mom does it now but when i was little i was like you said i i did not get that at that point so i didn't know i didn't get that i love you i didn't get that such affection when i was young and I, you would think like, okay, well, since you didn't get it young and you kind of get it now that you're older, but it play, it, it continues to, to play it in my head. So mm-hmm. I almost saw myself like go down that path where they'll be like, my mama don't want to show me. She don't like all that. And they'll stop. Eventually, you they constantly trying to love on you and you don't love on them no more. They'll stop. So I didn't want them to stop that. I just didn't know how to embrace that's good. That's honest. You don't know how to embrace it. Anyone else have a comment on that? Okay. I know we can we can literally spend the whole hour talking about that. We really <laughs> you can because I have heard. a lot to say about it. <laughs> I, you know, and I just I want to say something on that because I think it's such a powerful uh topic because we don't talk about those needs. We don't talk about emotional needs. We don't talk the talk about the need for touch. The human brain, and I'm again, I'm a brain girl. Your brain needs literally in this science 21 appropriate touches in order for it to be healthy. You need to be touched. And, and I relate it back to the word of God, which says that it is not good for us to be alone. God is a relational God. He wants yeah. to touch. And so if he is relational. That is why we're here for us to connect. But this world teaches us so much about the lack of trust and to not trust. Oh, girl, I don't. But that is just such a mark of trauma of how we don't, you know, touch, how we don't connect, not knowing how and why we're so numb. I spent so many years numb, could not feel. I could not feel. And when she said and talked about uh, not being able to embrace, I want to say this. I know it might activate some things, but, you know, it, it where we can embrace in one place, we will do that behavior everywhere. It will make it also very difficult for us to embrace God, you know, and we have this idea that uh-uh, I'm good with God because if we cannot embrace people we see, how can we embrace the God we don't see? Come on. You see, but if we question. Yeah. to, again, we got to get in, you know, alignment and say, you know, I got to kind of thaw out here and start addressing and say, man, am I kind of frozen? Because that's what trauma will do. It'll freeze you up. You'll be stuck in a time, literally in the past, not knowing it. And thinking, no, this is just the way I am, because we normalize it. It's our culture. Well, that's just the way we are. No, that's what trauma does. Remember that residue? I got left behind. I remained behind in time. I got stuck there. I did myself, my true self. What you see right now is a frozen false self, and it really is okay. Because it's the part of me that survived and it's all I got to offer, but we don't have to stay there. Right. And Coach T, yes, <laughs> yes, and yes. That's good. 
But the only only way we won't stay there is if we unmask it like we're doing and talk about it. But individually, people who are watching, unmask it, talk about it, see what's going on and, and call it what it is and get some help. Don't just sit in it and perpetuate it. And it's just going down the line. And now it's in your kids and your grandkids and their kids. And, and then, like you said, the numbing effects, some people don't even care. I, I know some people that do not care. They care about them. They don't care about the kids. They just care about them. That's trauma. Something that has is. happened, like you said, and they're just stuck. And they're just like, and they're going through life existing, but not living. And I don't, that, that's not a way to be. That's not what God wants for us. He wants us to live and have more life more abundantly. Not, just, you know what I mean? Not like that. Not like that. But we're going to, we have to move on. Unless someone has a comment. Okay. So I want to ask this next, next question. How does trauma show up physically in our bodies? Coach T, can you answer that for us? And, and Angela too, after her, mm -hmm. if you have a comment. You know, I will say this and I'll be vulnerable um, because um, I think one of the best ways is to, I really, and I just say this because, you know, the best way to, in my personal view, I don't really, the titles is one thing, but when you can speak from personal experience, that's another thing. Obesity, okay? Being overweight. Uh, for African-American women, obesity and high blood pressure. You know, all pain and dis-ease is signals to us that we are carrying wounds. And remember the Greek word uh, for trauma is a wound, a wound that hasn't healed. Um, and so when we are looking at our bodies, you know, your body will speak. I'll never forget that my counselor supervisor, sisters, she told me something that blew my doggone mind. She said, when you don't take care of your body, your mm -hmm. body, because you and your body are one, when it happens in the mind, what happens in the spirit, it also happens in the body. I was like, what? And she said, and when you don't love your body back, because your body loves you, it will betray you like your worst enemy and it will manifest all kinds of sickness and disease till it gets your attention. I was like, oh my God, I never understood. I could not, I was like, I'd never heard that before in my life. Arthritis, joint pain, migraines, okay, heart disease you know, all sorts of things. So we don't listen to the body. We don't listen to, but we are also, and I'm not saying that in a judgment because really my sisters, and I'm just gonna keep it real. When are we sitting at our breakfast tables, talking to our families about loving and caring for the body, but we sure will talk about do's and don'ts. Don't touch yourself. Don't do this. Don't do that. Well, that's nasty. You need to cover this up. But, you know, to be honest with you, um, if you're not loving on you, you know, I, I'll bring this up. If I can use this scripture, then I'll digress. You remember Esther? 
old Queen Esther, the beautiful Esther, remember before she put that crown on, they made her take baths, spa baths for a whole year. What were they doing? Treating the trauma. Because she was, first of all, a, a, a child who was orphaned. Okay, she had a lot of pain in her body, but also because she wasn't, you know, uh, you know how they used to look and at the press, she wouldn't really fit and all that, but they were massaging her body for an entire year. That's really what baths are supposed to do, but our culture doesn't teach us that. How to bathe your body and massage the pain of the day out, the stress of the day out of your muscles. No. <laughs> Not to interrupt you, but it made me think of it. So many things that we're taught that is evil or it's of the devil, and it's sometimes the line is blurred for me. And I don't, I, you're saying something, and it's like it's been hijacked. So many things that are good have been hijacked by the devil that we don't really know what to really mess with. Do you understand what I'm saying when I say that? Like, like we were talking about, we had a, a sister talk, we were talking about, um some veggie cleanse or whatever. I can't remember. It was like a, a spa for it, for the girl. <laughs> and, and some people were like, I don't think we're supposed to do that. I think that's, you know, new age or demonic. Or, so it's so many things that we don't know, you know, mm -hmm. so I'm just like, Lord, can you just leave me. Don't have me. Don't let me be deceived. So I hear you, but I've, I don't know anything about that. And, and that's the that's the challenge we have. And that's why I'm sharing it. Because again, we live in a culture, not that empowers us, not that really enlightens us, not that truly educates us, but prepares us to live on autopilot. And here we are as women, as moms, you know, doing the best we can with tools, you know, um, and, and I'm sharing this not because I grew up, you know, with this information knowledge. Y'all know how I got it. I crawled my way to the doggone library because I was sick and tired of living with pain. And I dug and I dug and I dug and I dug until I started discovering. I mean, oh, my God, this is what this means. This is what we're supposed to do. This is what this was for. Well, why ain't nobody told us? Well, God. This is why you were mad at the people, at the preachers, at the priests, because they withheld knowledge and information. You see, that's why there's a price tag on education. That's why we in recovery from the public education system. You see, that's why if you really want to be a thought leader, you got to pay almost $8,000 for real critical thinking. You see, that's the culture we live in. You know, and so the powerful thing about this discussion is, you know, religion will never empower us, but the principle of the word of God and being open and being ready to let go of a belief system and being ready to discover and being ready to research and your body needs you. We live in this house. This is the only house you will ever live in. And it hurts. It hurts. Your heart hurts, it's telling you, you know, but we don't live in a culture that necessarily tells us that. You see, it's giving us signals, but we on autopilot because that's how we've been conditioned to live. But blessed be to God that God, the most high, hallelujah, 
I really want to shout, has sent the message in the vision to the to the woman of God, hallelujah, has given her a platform, hallelujah, that has said, let's go higher, hallelujah, and has yes. given her a platform, it's being broadcasted all over, hallelujah, that's going to get the information. Seeds falling to the ground. So bless obedience to the woman of God. Thank you, Coach T. This is definitely God's doing. This is definitely God's doing. Ooh, that was so deep on so many levels. I was just, I'm like Kiki last time. I'm like this, like what? What's happening? This is good. This is good. I was thinking about as it relates to trauma, how it affects our relationships, our friendships, um, not just being a mother, but being a good sister, being a good friend, you know, being a good neighbor. It affects all of that because we're dealing with trauma all the way back. I mean, as a people, you know, mm-hmm. from years, hundreds of years going back to our ancestors, there's so much trauma in our bones, <laughs> however you said it, our wounds, however you were saying it, but it goes deep. It's deep and it affects us and we have to fight it. We have to fight to be better and not be on autopilot. We, Because I believe God is waking us up. Like he's waking his children up. Wake up, wake up. And it's just like, whoa, you, we've been in a fog for so long. And then it's like, now we can see. And the world is not what we thought it was. It's not. It's full of deception. It's it's full of deception. So many lies. I know. I don't know if that's off topic or not, but that's what I felt to say. <laughs> That's what I felt to say. I just, I believe what you're saying. I believe what you're saying. I totally agree. And I, I want to put this out here um, just to say this and I'll be quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, this, you know how the word guy says, what is man that God is mindful? Because mindfulness is one of the practices that helps us to begin to heal the brain, you know, and it's this brain thing, because a lot of people will say, how do you begin to heal? You can practice mindfulness. Mindfulness is in the word of God. Mindfulness is not a strange new age thing. The word says, great is your peace. Who's what? Mind is stayed on who? God. Mindful. Being mindful. You know, and that's the thing, because mindfulness helps us to grow new brain wires, but it helps us to get into the presence of now because your mind will do two things. Well, really three. Your mind got three drives. It'll either be stuck in the past, whether we know this consciously or not. It's not something we do on purpose. And and I say this with love and respect. okay? and I'm not telling people they can agree or disagree, but hey. Neural brain science and neural neural uh, psychologists they know better and and this is where I get the information. So your your brain does two things. Your mind do three. It's gonna travel either in the past. You know when you sitting in them services and you mind wandering and hallelujah, but you really thinking about something that went on yesterday. That's the past. 
okay? Or if so far in the future, okay? And if you in two hours ahead, three hours ahead trying to figure out, how am I gonna do this? How am I, oh Lord, and you like, hallelujah. But you are full of worry about a problem, okay? You are not present in the now. And the, even the word says now faith. But being in the now means you gotta practice being in the now. It don't come automatically. So we're either traveling in the past or we all the way in the future. Now has to be practiced. You gotta meditate to get in the now, but they don't tell us that. They don't teach us that. We just think, hallelujah, we're gonna be in the now. No, you're not. So it's slowing down so we can get present or we, you know, and again, this is how we've been conditioned. Mm -hmm. So it's no fault. It's no fault. It's no judgment. Oh. It's none. We can't. I mean, how can we judge, condemn? What's wrong with, no. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. Okay. I love that know. Coach Chi. <laughs> I absolutely love because I'm actually, I've been there and sometimes I have to, okay, sl brain, slow down. Why is I even thinking about this? You, That's something that you, like you said, that's something you have to work on every day. Because sometimes I'll be like, why is I even thinking about, I'll be all the way up here. What? Not even enjoying the moment, but a change of mind, it comes... You have to work at it. You have to work at that, like spiritually and um, carnal, physically, you know, and sometimes I have to take a step back. Enjoy my kids. Enjoy this moment. Like you said, even if we have service. What the, what the um, Bible say? For tomorrow has its own worries. Which scripture is that? Uh, um, can't think, y'all. And it's don't worry about it's one of your favorites. Yeah, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has its own worries. That's something that I have to meditate on too to stop myself because I've been thinking about a million things. And then <laughs> go. <laughs> what was that? Well, I thank you, thank you, Coach G, for saying because that's honest. You said that's honest. You do do I that. Absolutely. You can be somewhere and you be like, I don't but you have to tell it. Like I literally have to tell my mind. Look now, you gotta be. <laughs> we yeah, that. that's the fact. You have to. It's just you like when, to. The, when the scriptures say, "Cast those thoughts down." Yeah, that's you being present and saying, "Hey, I'm not about to think like that. That ain't. We're not yep. doing that. We're not doing that. We're not going negative. We're bringing it back. We're not doing that." Yeah, that's. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I mean, you call it that, but I get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, now you see the comment from Facebook. I find myself reeling my mind back into the now. Focus, focus, focus. All right, now we all do. Yeah, we all do. It's it's normal, but we want to be better. We want to go higher, you know, mm -hmm. together, and we want to share. That's why I like this platform. Like, what do you do? What do you do for this? And how do you do that so that we can glean from it, so we can learn? None of us have all the answers, but together and collectively, we can. We we got a few. <laughs> we got some that can help people and help ourselves. 
help each other. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for you ladies. I'm grateful to um to talk about these things. And there's so many things we're going to be talking about in the upcoming weeks about just life and love and family and and even grief. You know, we're going to be speaking about a lot of things um, authentically because that's what's necessary. Not to sit here and and pretend. That's why when everything was going wrong, I'm like, I mean, it's life. We're in a pandemic. I'm not about to to fall up because the broadcast acting up. <laughs> like, come on. It's just certain things. It's about perspective. So that's something that I'm trying to teach my children because I didn't always have that. And I thank God because when he saved me, he changed me here. And it's he's still changing me. He's not done, mm -hmm. but he did a miraculous thing in my mind. And since I've had that change, in addition to that, when I start taking courses to be a life coach and start taking classes, I've been it's I ugh, it's been almost two years, <laughs> but I'm certified. But the information that I learned. I used on myself first and it blew my mind. Like, Oh my goodness. It, and I learned in a praying in addition to the word, there were some other natural things that I had to learn and I had to be present. Like you're saying, coach, I had to be present and mindful and pay attention to what I'm saying, pay attention to my reactions, pay attention to my children. Like, Oh man, now I know better, but I taught you that I didn't know any better. You're doing stuff. I, I didn't know. <laughs> so now I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you, but I, you know, yeah, y'all stop me, stop me, because you know I'll keep talking. I, just, I, just, <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's a powerful conversation, you know. And when we talk about us being moms and learning how not, learning to to respond, I'm having to learn how to respond. That's and good. reaction, being reactionary, um, can be a trauma response, you know. Um, that's what's happening with COVID. And many people don't realize every morning we wake up, I loved how you prayed and you talked about COVID and how it's on a level where we're all being uh, traumatized on a level because it is true. Every morning we're waking up being faced with a threat. And many people may say, ah, no. Yeah, every morning you're waking up with the unseen threat, okay? You're hearing it, you're seeing it, you're having to defend and protect, and your brain is, um, it's, it's taking all of that in, okay? And so, you know, whether we're conscious or unconscious, some of us can identify it, some of us can't, but every day we're losing people, and that's grief. And many of us don't know how. I know for me, my family never really had a um, other than you know, you know, you go to a funeral or whatever, and then you walk away, uh, you cry, you drink, and you eat, and that was our way of coping with grief. Um, it, oh, it's so sad. Well, you know, but where is the process for the pain? Where do you go to talk? And then for me, I'm not. And again, I say this in respect. I'm not bashing you know, the church or anything like that, but it's just real. You know, a lot of times in the church realm, you don't get to hurt because it makes people uncomfortable. Uh, you know, sometimes church people don't know how to sit with sadness because they think it's a spirit, but God got sad. Jesus, well, you know, yeah, yeah. they, they want to put a time limit 
on how long you can deal with grief. I mean, it's really ridiculous if you will, because some things in your spirit, David was a, a, a sad man. He just coped with his sadness in ways that looked like promiscuity and a whole bunch of other stuff folk don't want to talk about. They try to say he probably wasn't homosexual, but that ain't really, you know, who's to say? You know, they just- that's a whole nother topic, but it makes- Whoa, it makes I it makes think, church people, me. you know, it makes church people uncomfortable. But that's why, even though the scripture does not say that, it's the preachers who say this don't mean he was in a sexual relationship. It just means they was you know so tired they had that's each other. Back. But it does not necessarily say that. It just makes us uncomfortable. That's a whole man, Coach T. But I say this if he had all those sexual promiscuous issues, we all know if you can sleep with all that many people, who's to say you might not cross over and have that kind of problem? Coach T, I don't know. Me all but we can do say? is conjecture because we don't know because it's yeah. right. Who's to say it doesn't say it? So who I'm not? just saying. I know in what you're saying because it yeah, doesn't say our, I get it. In ourselves, you know, who's to say in looking at trauma, how it passes over, but acknowledging our own humanity and not being closed-minded in looking at issues, even scripturally. I can't be closed minded because I used to live that lifestyle. So I over See, 15 yeah. years, over yeah. 15 years. So I can't, I'm not closed minded to anything really. I lived a lot yeah, of lifestyle. I'm not saying for you, <laughs> I'm not saying for you or anybody on the platform. I'm just saying for us as a people dealing with yeah, not saying yeah. you, you know what I mean, but just no, saying, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying I love that. I'm an example that God can save anyone. I always use myself yeah. as an example of how good he is because I always say, if he can save me, he can save anyone because I was such a freaking degenerate. And he loved me and he saved me and he called me out of all my mess. So I always say that. And I have full, of, I'm so compassionate to people. So I'm not like, Ugh, you what? I can't. He saved yeah. me. Like, I can't. I know he's real. So I'm not a typical, what you call a, a church person but i do love church i love my church and i love going and hearing the word i so i'm not knocking it but i have been in one that was very um bad <laughs> but uh everyone's not like that you know so i don't want to yeah. lump them together because they're not all like that but um yeah i i use myself an example and because and he does save people like me for that reason so we don't close people out you know, you have a David in a Bible for reasons like that. You know, yeah. you say, oh, okay. Oh, okay, so God, you, you, I'm not too bad. You know, he did this. Yeah. He did, I'm not too bad. No, you're not too bad. Come. He, he, Jesus came for all of us, but he needs us yeah. to believe in him. He needs us, need us to confess it, you know, for him and love him. But yeah, he'll come do a work. He, he certainly will. He certainly will. He got my butt. Listen, y'all see, I'm look, <laughs> look, cray cray. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Wait a minute. So listen, you guys, India and Angela have been the most silent tonight. I was gonna say so was you great. guys are gonna <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
So I want to ask India and Angela, because we're going to go over about 10 minutes because the people missed us. Because we started late, y'all missed the prayer, y'all missed all of that, but God heard it. So it still affects you guys. It's still applicable to you guys. I, um. So yeah, come on. What, what say you? What say you, Angela? Well, I was listening. This is really good. Um, I don't know because there's so many um subjects that um Coach T talked about. So I I'm gonna kind of go with when you said the trauma. Um, sometimes when you go through certain things trauma wise, you don't even understand like. You'll start, and I'll say people will start having a lot of anxiety, depression, you get nervous, you know, insomnia, like all these things will start because it because it affects your mind. Fear. And so those things start to fester, like in your body. And it's and those things really will start. You'll start getting a lot of you'll start like a lot of diseases you know, start festering in you because of those different traumas, you know, just the little things that you go through. And like, for for me, you know, for me, when I say you'll start those things that you had, the trauma that you had, it started festering in everything. Like you said, relationships, fear, anxiety, um, just the way you act, the way you proceed. And I also can say spiritual. When she talked about this house is our, our house, right? So what we allow in our spirit, and see, I, you know, before I didn't until like she said that reading is knowledge. When I started to read and understand the things that were going on with me that a lot of people don't talk about. When we lay with people, we pick that stuff up too. And see, we don't like to talk about that either. You know, we, you know, like you were saying, when I was young, that's, it was a lot of, shut your mouth. Don't say nothing. Be quiet. So we don't say things, right? So we, we always just shut up. But we not we and we tell kids this is what and I don't know everybody I don't know it was a generation where it say don't tell nothing don't ask no questions just don't do it right but I never knew why not to do it I wasn't educated why not to do certain things so I didn't know if you they not they never taught you if you lay down with this person and that person that stuff gonna start manifesting out of you that shoot that wasn't even there. And, and people don't believe this. This is true. And if somebody cheat on, I have a um in my book, I have a poem and say, um, he said spirits on top of spirits. So when you sleep with somebody, you you sleeping with that person, that person, and that person, and that person. And you don't know what the you don't know what's all in that person. Remind you already got problems in your own. You already got issues that you dealing with that mm -hmm. you trying to you're trying to get healed. So what you do is you allow things to come in your body and this that's trauma. That's trauma. So you you already then patched that up. So now you you adding trauma on top of trauma. Now I'm not saying that uh, everybody but if but we don't understand the big thing of being if you're with one person you with one or they say wait to get married. This is and I think this is why God said that. Because when we go outside of the box, we start creating all type of things start to come in that we don't even know. And I don't even know if you you have ever had it had um it where if you've been with somebody, you've been faithful, right? And and they cheated on you. But then you start acting a certain kind of way. You like, but I don't even act like this. I don't even, or you'll start picking up things that you'll be like, why do I feel this way? It's because they have picked up spirits and they brought it to you. 
And now you mm-hmm. getting to acting crazy, or you you got certain things going on. And I love and, and like I love what you said. They're soul ties, and we don't believe that this stuff is. But that is that's a part of trauma. That's a part of trauma mm-hmm. because now you got all this stuff festering in you. Nobody told me, and I just say this subject. When I got a divorce, nobody told me that when I got cheated on, right? They tell you that you divorced and that's it, right? No, because I'm still tied to that person. And a lot of stuff that was mentally going on with that person, it's faster than me, right? And whoever he laid down with and everybody else they laid down. So now that's inside of me, right? So if I go lay with somebody else, that's inside of me too. So I'm having all these issues on top of my issues. Cause that's what my that's that's what the point. Is. We we got issues on top of issues on top of issues, and so we don't understand why. And some may not be the cause of you. It's because it's what's brought to you on top of your own. And so, I never knew even about. They tell you, oh, you gonna be okay. You divorce. Okay, that's it. But never knew that 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 I can get healed from those things. Yeah, I don't. They and, and people can see them in you, and they can know the information, and they'll let you sit there with all that stuff up in you, and not say. So I'm like, for me as a believer, I'm like, if you knew that, why didn't you even tell me? You know. So and, and, and that's trauma for me because I'm causing more trauma because of my mental state. You know, I'm, I'm wondering why I'm thinking so much. I've got all these million things going on in my head, too. I got all, like she was saying, you start to think you got all these things, million things yeah. going on in your head. Yeah. But then we also don't ever be able to take the time out. Did you ever get spiritual cleansing? Now mm-hmm. I got to go in deep because it's deeper than uh-huh. that. You got to you gotta get all of that stuff up out of you. I'm just loving when you got the, the residue. You got to get all that stuff up out of you. I'm talking oh, about go so deep, but God does that. That's what I love mm-hmm. about him. Because he he start going deep, deeper than you didn't things that you don't. He goes so Ooh, deep. Layers, layers. He goes so deep to the point where you be like, I didn't know it was that. Daughter, you didn't know about his spiritual healing, but I'm going to heal you anyway. Ah, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And see, I didn't know about that. Okay, you didn't you didn't know you was wrestling with some something that you picked up from somebody else, but I'm gonna get that out of you anyway. And that's yeah. what he does. And, and, and so the things that we don't know, but because we are willing, he said, just come to me. And and because I because you when you become a willing vessel, he'll start showing you stuff in you that you literally did not know that was there. And you don't even and let me tell you, I don't I, I thought it was this thing where. And you do. No, she says nothing. I, I, I think when people say that the, the, the church, I say we are we are one body. Right. Mm-hmm. So the, the church is individuals. OK, we're individuals. The ch- So there's a building. We're individuals. So those individuals do not do not. Can I say they don't even they can't take credit credit of of the people that do what they supposed to do. Right. So there's kingdom people that do what they're supposed to do. And there's people that don't. So I do. I I really applaud the ones that do what they're supposed to do as spiritual mothers, as spiritual. But then but we don't really give people the knowledge that they really, really need to get free. We just give you enough so you can keep coming back. I I want to I want to get I want to be able to get get 
what I need, right? So I'll be able to get that thing and get relationship for myself. We don't allow people to get relationship for themselves. We want them, it's like a doctor. If he only give me, he give me that medication and I keep doing the same thing, I'm gonna keep coming back. Get, it's yep. suppress, suppressing my trauma. Girl, right? listen, Angela, we ain't stopping. I can't. <laughs> Y'all have to leave, leave, but come on. And, 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 and that's where I love what Coach T say. That's when that, when we've been, to, it's that control. And it's that slavery mentality, because I'm going to say it. That slavery mentality. Because my job is, as a woman and a man of God, is to get you what you need heard, so you I hear the, Holy Ghost. the Father. When he went to, when because we try to be that one person, but God never used one person. He had 12 disciples, not one. He, he, he didn't have one. So he sent them out and they all had gifts and they all had things to give to somebody. No, I may not be able to help you with what you're going through, but she can. And so mm-hmm. you said, when we gonna go, cause I don't, I'm, I'm just going. But when we talk about that trauma, that that trauma, because we think it it shows out, and then now we we wonder why the people is going crazy in the church or acting crazy, because you know why? Cause you're giving them just what what you want to keep them feeding the coming. Now they're gonna stay if and, and and they will stay if they get free. Cause once you know who God is and you free, I'm not gonna stop going to your church. But if I feel like I'm in slavery, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shun away because I don't want to feel like that. I need to be free. I need to be free. And, and, and he said, who's the son is free? Why do he say that? Who the son sets free is free indeed. What does that really mean? What do, and, and, and to me, that's like, what do that mean to people? And, and not only just even on our, it starts to, that's, it starts to enslave our mind. To not go get what we need to get. It's, it's a mind thing. It, it enslaves us. So it keeps us right where I want you to keep doing. And, and, and I and I think in this time that people want to get free. They want to get healed. Because trauma, all that trauma that comes from you, right? All that unforgiveness, that's, that's, that's trauma, right? And it started to show up in your body because you really don't know what the true meaning of forgiveness is. And I wish people could stop saying that just because I forgive you that I, and I love what Coach she said, it's a process. I can forgive you, but it's going to take me time to get through that thing. Yes, yes. Because I'm going to keep thinking about that thing. I'm going to kill you. Even though I'm talking to you, I'm going to keep thinking I'm here. I'm going to keep thinking I'm there. So it don't work work like that. If God worked with you in a process and patience, God is patient. And because he works with you like that, why do you think, and I love what Coach T said when she said, grieving. I don't care how spiritual I am. I don't care if my mama or my parents or my child has died. Let me grieve. Let me cry. He said there is a time. That's what he said. You know, he said there is a season. So let me have my season. And don't tell me when my season should be up. Only God can tell me that. And that's what people think because you're so spiritual. So you, because I know the Bible and you want to slap this by, I'm hurting. And because we don't have time to hurt, 
that's when stuff started to fester out our bodies because we, mentally we'll start going back, doing what we've been doing and not have time to really heal for real. Yeah. We don't. We don't have time to heal for real. We got to go right back into that thing. People say, don't show no emotions. Do what you got to do. You're a believer and keep it going. No. I, I, look, I'm crying myself to get out of the bed every day to come up in this building. Yeah. Because I know somebody else is going through what I'm going through, but I'm still hurting. But why we don't allow people to grieve? And yeah. I, I, I grieve, it's okay. And so I tell people sometimes, you know, when I'm talking and I'm um, helping certain people, and I say, they'll be like, well, you know, it's been two years. And they'll find themselves crying. I'm like, it's okay. Cry. Keep crying. It's okay. Because you're going to have the moments. Yeah. You know, you're going to have the moments. One thing I know about death is with death, that's something that we just, we continue to just go forth and like, we just keep going. But that's something that we'll never forget. That's something you will never forget. You're going to always, when you, it's memories. My, I remember my father says memories. We're going to always remember those memories, but we know we learn how to continue living. Yeah. I, that's what I continue living. Yeah, yeah. But I'll never forget those things. I'll never. So you can't tell me for five years from now if I bust out crying because something that happened to my family member. You can't tell me that, oh, she ain't got over that yet. Oh, she's still mourning over that. Wow. No, because it's the memories I cherish and I may not forget about those things. So when I tell you, I, you know, I can go That's going good, on and on. You you be fucking Y'all can imagine me and Angela on the phone. We go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. That's good, Angela. That's yeah. good. That's why I said let them use you. Just flow. Just go. Because I heard the Holy Spirit. I heard him when he came in. That's why I was like, all right. <laughs> and that's why I said I love yeah. Kiki was saying with just even our kids. And, you know, and that's why I said I must be quiet when after this. But with our kids, I learned to yeah. when people say, Shut up. Don't say nothing. Be quiet. You know, they used to tell me, and I'm okay with it now. You talk too much. And I'm like, dang. I, and I used to be quiet everywhere. I'm, I'm quiet. I don't want to say anything. That's how I was like, grew up. You talk, you talk. So I'm thinking something's wrong with that. So I'm, I'm but I can't help it because like I have one daughter that's just, ah, she's like me. She's going to speak. But then I seen people trying to do that to her. And I'm like, no. Cause I know what yeah. that did for me that, that shut me up. It yeah. made me feel a certain yep. kind of way. Not knowing that maybe because I speak could have been purpose wise. You don't even know what that could have done, but because somebody shunned me and shut me down with that, Ooh, it, it made me be in a box for so long. Don't so do it. Long. So I, Cause I had come in you, you like, it's so funny because the way you brought up, you be so stuck in your ways. And so Tara be like, well, you know, you can let them express their opinion. I say, opinion? They ain't got no opinion. Yes, they do. No, no, no. She's like, Angela, they human like us. I said, mm-hmm. Humanly do not say nothing when I'm talking. But you know why I say that? I think about me. I think about my childhood. I think about my experiences apart from from my household, going places to friends' house, different things. You don't know what's going on in their world. I did not believe in... 
No, I'm just saying, I just don't believe in shutting them down. I don't care if they five and they like when Zoe did her makeup. I told my sister, don't you tell her that's ugly. Don't you shut her down. You tell her that's beautiful. You keep going. You're going to be really great. Keep trying. I believe in building these kids up. I don't care because that is traumatizing. You don't be, you can kill a dream. They may, you, oh, I, I'm yeah. going to be this. I can believe in this. Yes, you can. Don't tell and them you know, that. You, and you, you know what's up. Like yeah. my dad, so my dad built me up like that too, where you know, but but he but still there was a, a time where I could not say certain things, but I think well, it was just an yeah, error. Yeah, and they turned, right? But I love when it comes to like when you told me and now you know, because you learn I'm learning from everybody because this parenting thing don't come with from a man and you do think like people can grab and grab from each other, right? That's why I said I love the body because what you have, what you have, what you have, we all can glean from, right? Absolutely. Yes. And yes. my daughter, I began to they start to be open when they know that they can say that stuff. Yes. And it can be so uncomfortable because you be like, man, <laughs> I don't like, want to hear that. But they okay to tell. Because it got to a point where I was starting to be open with my daughter. Right? She's like, yeah, you can be my therapist. My said, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, not you. Because I don't, it's some stuff I just don't want to hear. But it, but it's good because you form a relationship where you feel as if though you're not scared to tell your the things that I wish I would have not been scared to tell my parents that it was places where I would have never I I believe and it's just me that I wouldn't have failed if I wasn't fearful to go say something because I thought I was going to get in trouble you know we got to give India a spot India you got something to say so I'm going ahead and let you take that one (laughs) that's good though (laughs) <laughs> anything about anything, let them use you. I was say I don't have anything because y'all literally said everything. Like literally, and Angela was on fire. I agree and I concur with everything you said. I will say one thing though um, that I learned growing up, even though I think I didn't really apply it until I was ready to apply it. But um, my mother used to always tell me, like, we as women have to be careful because we're natural born carriers. We have a womb. We carry things. We carry things. And you don't want to carry the wrong thing. So I believe that a lot of my traumas that I had, I didn't think I really had them. Like, I didn't know. It was like I was walking around, like, in this oblivious fog until one particular situation happened and then all came crumbling down. And it's crazy because it's not that um, it was unknown to other people, like some of the traumas and things like that. Mm -hmm. It was unknown to me. So I just wasn't ready. Like I wasn't ready. I was just like, (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't know what you're talking about. I am fine. And when that one particular situation happened, I went crazy and I was just like, well, maybe I'm not fine. And it was like, I don't know how to function in this. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then I felt like I can't tell anybody, like, what am I supposed to do? And I'll never forget. I was in a dag on church service and they were doing altar call or something. And my head was just down. I didn't even go up to the altar. And I heard as clear as day. God told me, I already forgave you. So you need to forgive yourself. And that like opened the door for all this to happen. 
And I didn't necessarily, I still necessarily probably didn't tell anybody. I tell people now about things that happen, but it was to the point where that like opened up like the communication. Like that was my experience with God. Even though I went to church, I was raised in the church. That was my experience with him. That was just something him and me. And I was able to open up and I was able to get to the roots of problems yeah. that I did not even know existed. It was like things would just come back to my mind and I'd be like, oh, wow. Like stuff that happened to me, like when I was like a little girl that I never really thought really meant anything. And I was like, oh, OK, that's what that meant to the point where people were like, I don't know what's going on, but we see a change. And I'm just like, oh, really? <laughs> that means it's working. So um, I think it's just willingness to, I think you just have to have your moment. Your moment, like mm -hmm. everybody has a rock bottom, but like yeah. once you hit your rock bottom, because I can't tell you that you're at your rock bottom, like you have to right. know that you're at your rock bottom and be willing to be open and to express those things. Um, yeah, there's so yeah, many things good. everybody was talking about, and I just can't. I don't know. That's I can't good, remember. Though, yeah. Oh, and too, oh, I will say this, and this is a little bit off topic, but Coach T did bring up like the pandemic mm -hmm. um, traumas and things like that. But I actually was happy. Okay, I was not happy about the pandemic hitting, but what I did gauge out of it, I realized that I had I was working on autopilot. I was just like mm -hmm. going to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, not really like gauging in and taking care of myself. Like, especially if you're a mom, I got little kids. So I'm just like to the next thing, to the next thing. I got a husband trying to make sure he's okay. You know? And I remember my mom would always tell me like, you know, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nobody else. And I'd be like, okay, well, I got stuff to do. And I just realized that how easy it is for you to go on autopilot pilot. And then I think the pandemic forced me to slow down, but bad habits don't die easily because I'll find out that I might not be an autopilot because I don't have nowhere to go, but I'm autopilot in my mind. And I'm like, my mind is constantly thinking mm -hmm. about the next thing, next. two hours from now, uh, stuff that happened in my, like stuff that happened last week. I wonder what that person meant by that. Like crazy <laughs> stuff. Like, and it's like, okay, calm down. And I didn't realize, and I was like, you know what? I feel like my mind is like all over the place. Like it's going all over the place and I need to calm down. And it made it work even with like, you know, being at home. I know Kiki even said like with the uh, virtual learning, you got your kids with virtual learning. So mm -hmm. now that's another hat that yes. I did not have to wear, which is, I don't know what I'm doing. And that is, it's almost like a distraction to get me back into my autopilot ways. But I just thank God. And I'm finding that, you know, starting my day off with just being mindful. And I never, I guess I never really knew that that's what mindfulness was, just to be able to sit in the quiet and to quiet down your mind because you're not even going to be able to hear from God if you can't even quiet down your mind. Like, even if you're like in your quiet time, I find my mind drifting off somewhere. I'm reading the daggone Bible and my mind is drifting off to, okay, so when I'm done with this in an hour, I know I got to No, that's not being mindful. That's not mindfulness. Like, it all literally works together. Like, you literally have to train your mind and stay focused. Like, you have to and you need that. And I find that when I'm working, I'm starting off with a more mindfulness mentality, my day goes better. Not that everything in my day goes right because there's all types of things that goes on, but the way that I handle it and the way that I perceive it, 
I don't get all shaken up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, I don't mean to cut anybody off the before you got because I know you got to go to the third question. But I just want to say, Grace, I just want us as women of Christ, um, walking in spiritual is not easy. Give each other grace. I think like Coach Chi and uh, Angela was saying, let people have their moment. You know, we get too stuck up. Like, well, ain't she following Jesus? She don't supposed to act like that. And what that, 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 that. You get all of this. Let people have their moment. Give each other grace. Amen. God, that, that's a gift that the Lord has given us. And we should extend that to other people, believers and non-believers. There's no... We shouldn't be in no judgmental zone. That's one thing that because for me, that's affecting me. Yeah. Me walking in my journal, it kind of things that were said to me. I, you know, you, you get this pressure. This is how you pose act. And this is like, I'm I'm figuring it out. As yes. a mother, as a person who's been trauma, who's been hurt, who almost, you know, lost their life. I'm 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 trying to get all this stuff together. So ladies, give each other grace. Jesus. Get them done. Don't take it personal. A lot of times we get in our own feelings and start taking things personally when it's not even towards you. It's me trying to deal with my own trauma, my own spiritual, my own walk. Yeah. Give them grace. Give yes. them grace, please. I just give each other grace. Hallelujah, Kiki. And, and let us give ourselves grace too. Yes. Give yourself grace too. Forget yo, how y'all back on Sienna? Y'all? Yes. <laughs> y'all, y'all starting something right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just, you know, and this is why I say this problem of what you're doing here and the broadness of it and the fact that we, you know, you covered a lot of different topics. Um, some of them are, are challenging topics. Some of them are sensitive topics, but we got to have this conversation because we're dealing with people as people of faith who are hiding so many of these issues. And they're, and you know, because you're willing to talk about things that most, you know, most realms are not willing to look at, but they're, they're in the word of God. They're in our communities. These people, we are, just like you shared your transparency. Every woman yeah. on here shared something she's dealing with. You don't see this commonly. Yeah. This is why we're sharing about King David, the possibilities, because we got people who are dealing with soul ties. Um, you know, uh, uh, Angela, she brought it out beautifully. Struggles, you know, the trauma that people have from being touched inappropriately, how it's manifesting in the relationship, how it impacts. And then we like, well, you know, she going from this man to that man, she a this, she's a that, but it's rooted in trauma. And we judge, we judge minority and pain. But this is, uh, as Sister Kiki said, give grace so they can come in. Now they're going to know where to go. Uh, going higher, you got some sisters you can come to and you can say, I need help. You're not going to be judged here. Yes. No, not at all. Not at all. You are welcome nope. here. If you want to share your testimony, we welcome you. Because we all have one. We all have. We've had divorces. We've had people been in jail. 
prostitution, drug use. We have uh, early marriage. We have all kind of stuff. A lot of just being confused, you know, being angry, having a bad attitude, you know, being saved. You know, it's a lot of things that encompasses just the all of that encompasses just the people you see right here. So, no, you're not going to get judged. I remember going through um, when my daughter came out because my daughter came out as being gay. And it was so hard when I was at church because I didn't have anyone to talk to. I'm like, who? There's no space here. Nobody talks about this. Who do I go to? Who about this? Nobody's talking about the kids gay. Everybody acting like they don't see it. Nobody's saying nothing. Who do you go to to say, hey, how do I handle this? Because now I'm saved. When I was in the world and I was gay, I wasn't saved. So it's different. I'm feeling like, what what do I do? I love my child, but I was I didn't know what to how to handle it. I was having such conflicting. I was angry. I was I was I was uh scared because I felt fear of them judging me and judging her because I was there in it, you know. And I'm like, what do I do? Who do I? So I'm looking for. Oh, I know. I saw one sister. I know your child deals with that. So I went to her. I need to talk to you. Because I don't know about y'all, but I talk. Let's talk. I mean, we're human. Like Kiki said, you mm -hmm. ain't God. I ain't God. Like nobody in here God. Mm -hmm. So we all got some issues. I know women, deacons, elders. Don't get me started. I know people behind pulpits, children fornicating, doing drugs. Don't you tell me. I know it because my kids, I see it. I have teenagers. I know what your kids doing. If you know what mine doing, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk. Yes. There's no Everybody Ooh, just going, acting like nothing is happening. Come, give me a break. God sees it. That's what I don't like yes. about the church. I don't like it. It ain't right. It ain't right. You can't be in there not having real conversations. People are, people, marriages. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Broken up. People are dealing with divorce, infidelity. They are dealing with drug abuse. They are dealing with just anger, getting abused physically. You Emotion. don't say no pray. Emotional abuse. Who else is dealing with this? Can yeah, who do you talk to? Right. I was looking yes. for someone to talk to. I was online Googling. That's why I'm going to write a book about it for, as a Christian woman, Speak. how to love your child through Speak. her struggle, through Speak. her path, her journey. Speak. Because she is a child of God. He called her. Speak. I will show you because God told me perfect love cast out fear. Told me three times, three times. Love that girl. That's my daughter. But I was at church hurting. Yes. And everybody like, well, you know, you just you gonna pray the way she gonna be all right. You but I saw it to people close to me judging me. I see you. I saw it because I'm out in the front and y'all hiding. God put me yes. in the front. He Come put on. me in the front. Come but I'm going to give him glory because he's good. He's good always. Hallelujah. Yes. What Come my here. child goes through does not disqualify me. What yes. your child goes through does not disqualify you. Yes. What you're going through, yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Your struggles Thank and you, finances Jesus. does not disqualify you. God yes, called Jesus. you Thank and qualified you. you. Don't you get caught up in that mess. We are free. Thank Jesus. We are yes, free and you are not alone. Yes. This is kingdom. You. We have family globally. Speak. No bondage yes. on my heart is for you to be free. To be free. Because I'm free. And I claim and I walk in it. I know who I am. My God. And it bothers yeah. some. I know it does. It keep bothering you. But I'm free. And I'm a living and love and be authentic. Yes. I know what I deal with in this house. I know the demons I face. But I'm a fasting and I'm a praying woman. My God. And I'm a love. Yes. The best thing I have is love. I tell you that. Yeah. Above all, I love. Anybody who know me know I love. It's bigger than what you can see. Don't get caught up in, in these masks. Unmask. Be free. Find yes. some people you can talk to. That's right. We need resources. We need more. We need resources. We need people that'll be authentic to help. Pray me through this. Talk to me. Can I talk to you without you judging me? Can I? Can without I? Without shaming me. Yeah, can I? Because I saw a lot of that. You know what my daughter said? Ma, you know, I didn't want, I'm scared to do, I don't want to go to church because they're going to talk about you. They're going to talk about me. I don't want, I don't want you, those your friends. I don't, girl, you're my daughter. But can I say some more things? Uh, yes. But yes. look, oh, but oh. they love God though. <laughs> See, the thing is, we don't even allow God to go into them and change them because the what they see is what their example of what God is is through people that could proclaim to be saved. So show so love. They, they need the love. So, so they think that's what that is. When they because they're not getting love. So what do they do? They walk away. Even if it was in them to even say, I wanted to change, they don't want your change. Wow. And so that's what I just when you say that I love that when you say you keep on you keep on loving because that's my big old thing. It's no judgment something zone because you, let me tell you this because somebody didn't been through something, but what you gonna do when it hit your house? It's quick yeah. to yeah. somebody yeah. to pray and do it. Hit your house. Ooh, come on, man. Look at my sisters around me. Hit your house. If this is if my, my friend got a crackhead or she got a daughter that's a I'ma just say it out there, you know, out there, and then they got a, the, the child that's homosexual. But I'm I'm quick to say, oh girl, just pray about it, girl. You go or somebody or or my husband that stepped out. It's quick to say, pray about it until it hit your house. Until and see, you know what? And this, and this, come on, this is why what you sisters are doing here, and this is why I say and I share. I'm not bashing the 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 community church. No. What I'm what I'm doing is, and you know how we do, uh, um, uh, Coach Tara, Minister Tara. We in the coaching field, we create what we call avatars. You know, if I use King David yeah. as an avatar because he was such a powerful man, and so much of his story is in here. And David had a broken, contrite heart, but I he had issues. And looking at trauma, he had a lot of behaviors that were not appropriate. You know, we don't know all of his story. It's not all in there, but we can look to him as a model and say, man, this was a man that God loved 
in spite of his issues. It didn't disqualify him, but his story, pieces of it, how his father, he never really, you know, healed some of his relationships as a dad. No, he, he was didn't. Here, you know, he had promiscuity issues. I mean, he he murdered a man uh, behind a woman. There were all kind of boundary lines he crossed as well. He had soul tie issues. We don't know all these stories. However, when we are willing to look at him as a model and relate to his pain, his grief, his sadness, and see it and look at how some cases he'd been shamed. Some cases, you know, he was judged. Y'all never heard nobody judge David because he wasn't ready. And he, I heard it. He got this man killed for the glory. And so he can see, I mean, but that's what we do. You know, we got kids in this generation. My, my intention is to use this trauma message. Let's peel it back. Let's peel it back. Untreated trauma will pass down. We got kids, we objectify them rather than looking at them as human beings and accept your children. Stop trying to fix them. That's God's work. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's God's work. And we make an awful Holy Spirit. We not the Holy Spirit. We make an awful Holy Spirit. Come on. That's beyond our scope. We inhabit, we embody I like that. Manifest the fruit, the gifts. What are the gifts? Come on, here. We need to be long suffering with people. We need long to be patient, love, faith, goodness, meekness. We need to show that. We need to show kindness. We need to come on. The Holy Spirit is supposed to exude that out of you. That all yeah. that other stuff, no, that's not how we're supposed to live. We got to lead the other stuff to God. That's beyond our scope, like she said. Because no. I was devastated. I didn't know what to do, but but God spoke to me Himself, and when He He freed me from that, Come that on. bondage and that that burden that I that was put on me because there's a there's a fear there, and there's a comment here from somebody that's watching. Um, when I found out about my daughter, I was hurt and I had no one to turn to. And I was in the church. I can remember being told it was my fault. How? She questions. I made sure my child was in the church, all types of activities. And I was hurt with no one to go to. I feel you. It's not. Yeah. You don't know what. Can, can I say I, something? Yeah, go ahead. So people. And that's why I said this is this is deeper. This is deeper than the church. This is spiritual. Right. Yeah. 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 And so what Coach T said, generational, she's been so she's been so stunned on that generational thing. It could be something that was from your parents, 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 parents that was going on. And, and sometimes we think it just got to be right. It ain't got to be that either. It was it's something because she said that wound is what we carry. Right. Mm -hmm. But our mamas carried and somebody else carried. But these are spirits and even hidden scenes. So it could be that. It could be things that somebody had did to your parents and they never said nothing. It's, it could be general any and it's a because this is people think this that stuff is deep. And it so is deep. you can never like you can and then I just say never come down on nobody and tell them that that's their fault. But this is my thing. It is deep. But guess what? Just like I have a path, you have a path, you have a path, India, Coach T, Shakitha, you have, we all have them. We don't have the same one. Our children mm -hmm. also have them. They're going to have a testimony. Exactly. You know, when he told me when I was crying, he said, you crying because you don't know the outcome. Yeah. That's what he told me. 
Dry your tears up. I got her. But we look at what, what she said was, we look at the now. I mean, we, we, we trying to figure it all and we get in that mind trying to figure it all out and trying to figure it all out. Like she said, every, one thing I know when the, the Bible says, teach a child the way they should go and they should not differ. You gave them the tools they need. And so once we give them the tools, which coach he said, allow God to do what he yes, does. So we we're trying, mm-hmm. we trying, we trying to make their story for us. We're trying to make their story. You know why? Hey, hey, you know why? Let's be real. Judgment. Oh, it's fear. It's fear. Oh, I have to be, I have to have you ain't about oh no, I have to have you gotta look like this, babe, because I I pray in the church, I work in the church, I do this in the church. What are people gonna say? We gotta cover that. And control. It is control. It's a lot. Oh, it's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. And this is something I, I'm I'm a oh my god I something I dealt with for me being hallelujah that comment in ministry right in, in, in ministry a woman of God I was scared to really actually I'm gonna tell you my fear of going really going forth because my kids wasn't where they supposed to be so See? I was scared to do it because I'm like people gonna be looking at my kids and say hey they ain't where they supposed to be so God and God like that I don't your help in that if i'm calling you i called you and i take care of that but it's so hard mm-hmm. because we get to looking yeah. at that we're gonna dress them up let yes. me put them together so i can and then when you start seeing them outside doing stuff that they're supposed to do you be looking like because you're so busy trying to make them confine with who you who what god has called you to do you try to confine your kids and don't allow them to be them but he can still use you. He used these hands. I have laid hands. God has worked through me and healed people. And I was still sick. He can still use you. Yes. You still make yourself available to him. Be a willing vessel. Still follow him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's Yeah. Some, this right here. Y'all see that comment? That blesses my heart. Whoever you are, because it doesn't show your name. Facebook user. It says, I've been crying and ever so grateful for this conversation. Didn't know what to do. That's why the enemy tried to stop it. We had a lot of problems yep. today. Yep. I got a quick question, y'all. Okay. So I've learned in my own journey from deliverance of some things after the fact that silence is a main uh, weapon, or I will say trick, of the enemy. Because he knows if you stay silent, you can't tell nobody and that's going to stop your deliverance. So my question is what is what is the real reason why we're silent? Is it only because of we are afraid of judgment from other people or is it because of ourselves and our us being in our mind? Because sometimes you might not talk, you might run into the wrong person obviously and confide in the wrong person but sometimes if you confine in the right person you will get that help that you actually need so is it a mixture of both of it or because for me i know my thing i didn't say anything because i was like i don't need nobody thinking that uh why would she do this but that wasn't necessarily true and that wasn't fair. Like, if, of course, if I wanted to run into the wrong person, obviously, whatever. But people who actually love and care about me, they're not going to say that. There are, I think, for at least 
for every condemning person or crazy person there that you might come across, there's got to be at least three that are open to the spirit and will hear and are, are not always in that judgmental mode. Like, you know, because and honestly, like you said, with my kids, they have nothing to do with my call and what's on me. Like they got their own thing just because I'm a minister or I'm an evangelist. They're not automatically yeah. saved like that. It doesn't work like that. So do we put all that pressure? Do we put pressure on that ourselves? Because if God tells me to go forth and do something and I know without a doubt, he told me, I yes. can personally care less that's, that's what you think. That sounds good. Yeah, we put pressure. It's real. It's the fear of man. That's real. It wouldn't be in the Bible if it wasn't real. That's a real situation. You do fear who you see. You don't see God. So is that something that we have to be oh, delivered from? Because I know there's one minister that talks about people pleasing. Like when you're like, not even people pleasing or the fear of what people think. That's okay, something that yeah. you have to you like work at. That's not a, like I'm, a, I'm sorry. a born behavior yeah, you or anything. Deliver. You don't learn that. You have, that's something and that you, you know gotta learn. you something I know, Coach T, you, but I, I just wanted to say this one thing. One thing people don't know, God is God moves the way he wants to, not the way we think he should, right? So with me in my journey, um, the way God has called me out, and he literally had me doing, like, literally, God was speaking through me through when I was sinning. Okay. So what I what what I'm saying is, and when you were saying to um India too, and like like the fear. So I I think I struggled so long because I still had some like, and I say the title residue on me. That when God was calling me, I thought I was supposed to be this picture perfect person. But I was wondering, how was he still be, he's using me? And I'm still not all the way right. <laughs> you know, because I, 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 in my eyes, being saved was you have to be so picture perfect. That's the way I thought it's supposed to be. And I'm not saying, but he showed me. That everything that you come, if you come to me, I'll get all those things up out of you. You don't worry. And I was so worrying about what people, and for me, it was people. Not my, because I knew what he did for me, but it was the, it's, it's like Tara said, judging. What I, and I was afraid to what people thought at that time. See, that's where I used to be. But yeah, I and also yeah, but that's that's okay. real. But you do get delivered from that. You have to get delivered from that. You get delivered yeah. from people. So delivered. because I had to get delivered from that. That's how I'm able to talk freely. That's how I'm able because yeah. I'm not afraid of you or you know to talk and because what are you gonna do? You what mm -hmm. you kill my body? I'm going to the Lord. Like what are you gonna do to me? So that's that's my whole thought. So yeah, you do have to get free from people and know who God really is and be sure in that. But yeah, you like that India. Anybody can kick it with you, but everybody not like that. It's it's you know, really it's a it's a real issue. It really is. And you know, and I know we're probably gonna be going, but I love. Yeah. That. <laughs> but I gotta say this word because some, it, you know, and I love this. Okay, it's shame, and shame is not what most people think it is. Okay, because shame says to us, uh, first of all biologically in the brain you're you were never designed for shame 
Okay, your brain, your body can't handle it. Okay, shame does something to the brain that it is just like, um, if, and I don't mean to be graphic here, but if somebody was to stab you or something and pierce you all the way through, shame produces the same kind of chemicals in the brain. Okay, so we're not made for it. Okay, we're not made for it. So it will definitely mute you. Okay, and, and, and sometimes, I mean, like, it's not by choice. It's not people don't mute by choice. Sometimes it's also people's voice is trained as children. Your voice don't matter. And I mean, in the African-American culture, it's big time, big time, you know? We're taught, you know, what you got to say don't matter. And then, you know, you think about the little baby trying to come show their mama a cut boy gone over, over there somewhere, you know? So they learn wounds don't matter. So why would you care? So, and then we as a people, you know what I'm saying? We barely like to go to the doctor already, you know, for many of us. So when we get that kind of hurt, we gotta be strong. You know, I'm, I, you know, that's what we know, strong, tough it out. And so, because when shame hits most African-American people, we can't come because it takes something away from us and we didn't had too much stuff taken already. And to come and sit down and talk about something shameful, no, we will get silent because we gotta, you know, that's a vulnerable place. And I just gotta say this like this, most of us, I can't say all, cause I can't speak, but from what I've seen in the stats, most African-American folk and people of color, we don't know how to be vulnerable. We don't know how to take the armor off, okay? We don't, we just don't. And I'm saying that it's okay. We don't have to stay there. And what we think taking the armor off, usually it's not, you know, but we do the best we can, you know, and because, hey, we done been through a lot. Let's tell the truth about it. And so we got to keep armor on some armor we don't even know we got on. But when you done lived in the war zone and you ain't even been to Iraq in World War One and Two, but you've been in a war zone in your neighborhood and in your house, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so many, hey, you got to arm up the best way you can. And it ain't, it ain't just the armor of God. You feel me? So, and I look, that's the streets. Cause I mean, I've been there. So you got to put on what you got to put on. And the one thing you don't want to want people to see is wounds, especially when you live in a culture that is shaming, judgmental. And we judgmental with our language and we don't sometimes realize it because it's in us. It's in us. And it's not our fault. It's just not our fault. But we are becoming aware. And we're learning as, you know, uh, Sister Tara, Tara, I, I cannot tell you how powerful what you would do. I can't tell you how powerful it is, how brave it is. And every woman sitting here, this just doesn't happen. It just don't. And it's brave. It's powerful. You see the folk who need it. Yeah. And, and, and it is going to bring healing because we needed. We need folk to have this brave conversation. Amen. Amen. We have talked. This has been great. I didn't even know if this was going to happen. I didn't know we would even in true going higher together fashion. <laughs> Our shows generally 
veer off however the Holy Spirit wants to go because he knows who's watching. He knows what they need. Yeah. And then we see from the comments they needed this. So um, what we're going to do is, unless someone has another comment, we're going to do takeaways. Let Kiki handle that segment unless you guys have another comment. Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on, Kiki. Shamaya, yeah, this is about yeah. writing. We have some comments. Coming in. Um, there's a comment. We place ourselves or other people place us on a pedestal. And when we fall, we are embarrassed. So people suffer in silence. The problem is the pedestal. Yes. And then it says angelic, angelic underscore E. It's a lot of people that have PTSD undiagnosed. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, this is true. This is true. That's why we need to get some help. We need to have these conversations and we need to go get some real help, spiritual and natural. Both. Not just one or the other, but both. Because you need God in your life. Don't ever think you don't. Because you, you can do all things through him, but you can't do nothing without him. Not for real. Nothing that matters. Nothing that's going to last. So... All right, Kiki. Woo, I'm fired up. <laughs> All right, audience. Um, Coach T, India, Angela, Tara, um, we're going to do our takeaways. Um, just one to leave with the audience today. Um, whoever wants to start can go first. And then India is going to lead out in prayer. You want to go like this, Kiki? We can go with... Mm -hmm. um, at the top, Coach T, India, Angela, me, yeah, then you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, it is. It is okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. That's the takeaway for me. Um, my takeaway is, um, I guess to kind of piggyback off of what Coach T just said, silence is a killer and it's a lie. So please get the help that you need. Even if you, it's embarrassing, go to somebody you trust. It doesn't always have to be somebody at your church. Go, whatever help it is, whether it's you know, you need to see a therapist or therapy, get the help. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody got to say, because at the end of the day, you are going to be with yourself and you're the one who's going to be in pain. And regardless of what they think or what they said, or it's your fault, nobody's fault, whoever's fault it is, you're still going to be the one in your pain. So we have to take and be responsible for healing ourselves so please go get the help you need tell somebody you're hurting you know and if they hopefully if they don't know how to help you they can find somebody that can but please don't be silent and i would say just piggyback off of what um she said then getting help naturally and spiritually and don't don't give up on god no matter what you do, don't. It may seem hard, but just don't, don't give up on them. Let them, let them work through you. Amen. 
I love everything you guys said. Oh, wait, let me just um, I'm like, sorry. And oh, don't let people make you give up on God. Do not let people make you get up on God because they have a funny way of doing that. Don't let people <laughs> give, make you give up on God. So true. I, I, I wrote about that. I said I, I should have or could have given up on God, but because mm-hmm. he made himself known to me himself, I didn't learn. For, he made himself known to me. I couldn't give up on him, but I was going through so much and it was so much church hurt that I could have. I could have said, forget this. This is how y'all act. Forget y'all. <laughs> I'm not coming back in this place. <laughs> so you're right. You're right. Okay. My takeaway is all of their takeaways. So <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to know you have an advocate in the Holy Ghost. And I want you guys to go to God, pray for his spirit if you don't have it, because it's so necessary. It is what changed my life and my mindset. It's what gives me strength. He gives me strength every day. Um, I want you to be mindful that you're in a process. You have your own path to allow yourself to make mistakes because it's okay. It's human. Allow yourself to love. Allow yourself to live. Just be gracious to you. Be kind to you because it matters. Practice self-care. That's what I will say. And along with everything else that was said. Awesome, 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 ladies. Um, I agree with everyone to say. I just want to say that we are all human. We are all human. We are here to uplift, cry together. We we this is what we are here for. This is um what God has placed on her heart for this um this group and for this show so i just want you guys to just open your heart open your mind um i know it's scary you know walking into the unknown because you don't know what's gonna happen but god knows he knows we don't but that's where our faith comes in at so um Start walking in the uncomfortable. You're going to be uncomfortable, and it's okay. But you're going to get your healing in that uncomfortable place that you don't want to be. That's what your healing is going to come through. And um, that's my takeaway: is that we just all human. We here for each other. Um, and I just want to say thank you all, Coach T, India, Angela, Tara, and just for the audience, um, for even sharing your comments and you know stories with us. Thank you, thank you for that. Thank you for being open because I know that's. That's not easy to be open and uh, to allow people to come in and to minister to you and just to have a conversation. So I thank you for that. Um, As we leave tonight, um, India is going to pray us out. And um, I will see you guys next Wednesday at 7. You got the floor, India. Mm All right. All right. All mine's clear. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you thanking you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for this time on our meeting, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that something that was said, Lord God, pricks the heart of your people, Lord God. I'm praying, Lord God, for each and every person, Lord God, for each and every hurt, Lord God, for each and every trauma, Lord God. I'm praying, Lord God, that you heal them, that you deliver them, Lord God. I'm praying, Lord God, that you lead them to the people, Lord God, that they need to be with to help them, Lord God. I'm praying. Praying, Lord God, that everything that came 
from this uh this talk today lord god it falls on good ground lord god i'm praying right now in the name of jesus lord god that you minister to these women lord god or whoever is watching lord god tonight lord god speak to them in dreams lord god i'm praying lord god that your angels are encamped in all our homes lord god in the name of jesus lord god i'm praying right now in the name of jesus lord god that you continue to cover us lord god we know lord god that you are covering us now lord god we know that you are a healer lord god we know that you are a deliverer lord god we know lord god that you are hearing the cries lord god you you're hearing the concerns of your people lord god and we know lord god that you are going to heal lord god so we're going to praise you in advance lord god for each and every testimony that comes forth from today lord god we're going to praise you in advance lord god for each and every person lord god that was watching today lord god because their lives will be changed lord god there's a seed that dropped in their hearts lord god even if it wasn't for them lord god let them share it with somebody else so they can watch it on the replay lord god and we're just thanking you in advance lord god for the way that you're moving lord god i pray lord god in the name of jesus lord god that you continue to bless coach t bless angela bless uh kiki bless tar right now in her ministry lord god we're praying lord god that you impart even more into them lord god as they go forth lord god to heal your people lord god and we're praying lord god that as we're leaving this uh group meeting lord god that you be with us lord god be with us for the week, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Protect us, Lord God, from danger seen and unseen, Lord God. Continue to provide for us, Lord God, and present, continue, Lord God, to help us to pursue you, Lord God, to pursue your peace, Lord God, to pursue, Lord God, your grace, Lord God. And we just thank you, Lord God. Asking all these prayers in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, ladies. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We did go over in time, but it was for the glory of God. And I just want to say we are, we're just, we're, 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 over, we're blessed to have you. Coach T, you were awesome. Angela, you were awesome. India, may God bless you also and keep you and keep your family. Um, you didn't say your name in a prayer, but you too. You too. Thank you for joining us. Um, everyone, remember, we go higher together. See you next time.
Thank you.